0: Whoa, that was freaking quick. Okay, uh, welcome to another episode of Talking Talkies. It's episode 9. As joining me as the person, it's Christopher.
1: Yes, and uh, that's Dan Peck that's talking, who didn't introduce himself.
0: Well, you know, <laughs> please allow me to introduce
1: my other guy. Anyway. Yes. He's Dan Peck. I'm Chris O'Mealy, and this is Talking Talkies, the podcast where we talk talkies. And uh, thank you to Giant Media Ball. Dan, what can you tell us about Giant Media Ball? Uh, Giant Media
0: Ball is just like a giant ball made up of media. But
1: without the fleas. There is no fleas. Usually, there's fleas, but not this one. Not this one. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, This is March, so we are doing Listener Request Month. All March long. All four episodes are movies that you guys told us to watch, and we're going to do it, and it's going to be awesome. So this episode is going to focus on the Back to the Future trilogy. Yeah, requested. Yep. This was requested by listener Antonio Figueroa, um, and this wasn't just one movie. Oh, no. This was the whole damn trilogy in one shot. This is actually going to be a Talkin' Talkies first, but it won't be the last. And, of course, we've got Donnie Darko coming up next week requested by Matthew McFarland the Kill Bill series which is only two parts instead of three which will be a little bit easier to time manage that will be March 19th episode and that's listener Aaron Koditz request and then March 26th listener Jason Shin has requested that we watch Fight Club so that is the uh, listener request for the month of March and then April we'll get to April as it comes but that's going to be baseball movie month for those of you guys into baseball movies or movies about baseball and one of them's kind of about softball, but whatever. And then uh, there are, get this, five Thursdays in the month of April, but the last Thursday is dedicated to the Avengers. And the no reason for that is because <clears throat> after that 30th will be Age of Ultron coming out on May 1st. The very next day.
0: I so, am excited.
1: Such hype. Uh, we're not going to do this for talk and talkies. We'll probably review them in the future at some point. But we are Dan and I are going to sit down and watch the entire uh, Marvel Cinematic movies leading up to the Avengers, and that's you know the Iron Mans, the Captain Americas, the Thors, Edward Norton Hulk, one I've never actually seen, and Guardians of the Galaxy, as well as of course the Avengers, which we'll be reviewing on the show. So. Uh, If you guys want, we'll post our schedule of the order of films. You guys can follow along with that in preparation for The Avengers on April 30th. That's what we got coming up. And then uh, May at the moment is pretty open except for one week, which we are dedicating to Mad Max. As you know, the new Mad Max is coming out in May. So we still got some time open there. We might take a few more requests if you got them. But uh, we're going to move on to our request for this week's episode. Now, this is the Back to the Future trilogy, and we watched all three movies. Uh, Not the easiest thing in the world to time manage when you have a full-time job and a wife and, you know, you do other things with your time or you do other podcasts. By the way, listen to the Club k podcast. That's our wrestling podcast, or listen to the Pie Crust, which is Dan and Mike's show plugs out of the way there. When you got all that time and you need to watch three movies in the course of a week, it doesn't sound hard, but it is. So we probably won't do this many other trilogies in one shot, but I think two films would have been okay. We got a couple of those coming up. But let's talk Back to the Future. Um, Dan, do you recall the first time you ever saw the Back to the Future movies? you see them when they were new uh
0: no i didn't see any of them in the theater or anything like yeah, that. yeah i did not either it might have been televised like you know right over like tnt or something like that, yeah. it might have been the first time i saw any of them yeah
1: i know i was young when they i saw my first back to the future or had my first back to the future experience
0: and, and you know when you watch it now you're like there's a lot of goddams and, and shit yeah. and stuff.
1: yeah and you're like wow
0: i was a kid watching this like, I'm sure, like, I mean, you watch the televised version, they're not in there, but...
1: Right, right. Well, I, I, I recall watching things like uh, parts of Back to the Future 3 when I was younger and, like, parts of Back to the Future 2. I know for a fact that when I was a kid, I watched that entire hoverboard scene and was like, this is so cool. And then, because I was a kid, you know, he's no longer in the future anymore. It's just like, this is boring, and I stopped watching it. And if only I could go back to my younger self and be like, what's wrong with you? why didn't you keep watching the movie but yeah we're going to talk about the Back to the Future trilogy and start off with the first film Dan tell us about the first film
0: uh, first film is uh, well the opening sequence is we're seeing the uh, all clocks in in Doc Emmett's uh, building whatever and it's just showing you what's going to happen in the entire movie <laughs> <laughs> it's an entire foreshadowing It shows you, like, the the person hanging from the clock and stuff like that. It was kind of fun. But the idea
1: is He doesn't make breakfast at all.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, he makes a Rube Goldberg machine to help him wake up in the morning and make his breakfast.
1: And and Einstein's
0: breakfast. Yes, and to feed his dog. His doggy. Anyway... So the idea is that it's like early in the morning and uh, Marty McFly like, is helping him out or whatever. He's there, but the doc's not there. He gets a phone call eventually. And he's like, I need you to meet me at the mall at like one in the morning.
1: <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, good. All my clocks are running precisely 27 minutes slow. Uh, wait, you're telling me what? <laughs> I'm late for school. And it's like, oh, Marty, what a teenager. So, of course, he does the classic ride to school on the he, has skateboard. Sketch,
0: he has to sketch his way to school Yep By grabbing back at backs of cars On his <laughs> skateboard That's I love the, the fact that Between the first movie and when they filmed the second and third movie He had forgotten how to skateboard
1: He forgot how to skateboard, yeah He had to relearn <laughs> That's the power of love so we get we get a little bit of Marty's back life. He's dating a girl named Jennifer Parker. He's going to high school, in Hill Valley, California. He is a slacker, and the principal knows he's a slacker. And uh, his family are a bunch of losers. His brother works at like a fast food place, and his sister is just this big nerdy girl with no ambition. And his his mom is overweight and an alcoholic, and his dad is just this super loser who's. Com- Completely bullied by a supervisor Biff Tannen One of the classic movie villains And yet he's like The least dastardly of all Movie villains in a way Uh well I mean Now For, for the purpose of this first
0: film he is but we'll as, as in the him. purpose of the In in 1985 <laughs> Yeah uh, But, but back in 1955 Yeah, McFly Hello, McFly. Now what's so, yeah. it gonna look like if I if I enter my reports in your handwriting? Re- <laughs> <laughs> that's like the smartest thing ever. He's like, but I gotta recopy it because it's not gonna look good if it's written like you, right? <laughs> it's like that's I also like the like smartest thing ever.
1: <laughs> all this time I spent for you and all you gotta offer me is like beer and those clearly like regular Budweiser in the fridge. <laughs> Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> but uh, Now that we've learned what a bunch of losers Marty's family is uh, Marty goes and meets up with Duck Brown At the Twin Pines Mall In the parking lot outside the JCPenney Because that's in the background Pretty much the entire time Just yep. like how Pepsi is in almost everything in the movie But there's also the photo hut <laughs> Yeah, yeah the remember, photo hut. Those?
0: remember those? I do remember the photo hut They were like in every mall's parking lot Can you imagine working
1: there? Like I work near them all. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do? I work in the photo hut. Oh that must be fun. It's not. You like don't even do anything in there, right? You just you just sit there and collect people's film and then you wait for someone else to come and well, collect the film yeah. from you. <laughs> well according according to Dexter's lab, the photo hut is like a front for an international evil villain organization.
0: Sounds legit.
1: (laughs) It is! The photo hut is just an elevator into an underground lair. That's exactly what it is. But, uh, (laughs) Marty goes to the mall and we meet the coolest character in the series, Doc Brown. Dr. Emmett Brown, played, of course, by Christopher Lloyd in Christopher Lloyd's best starring role ever. And even he has said that this is his favorite character and absolutely loves re-watching these movies which is just, you know, a cool little Christopher Lloyd step. Yeah,
0: like, you hear like some people talk about, oh, I only saw the movie like when doing screenings and stuff. Yeah.
1: Or well, like like, Harri- it's, like Harrison Ford. God, why don't they just kill off Han Solo already? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I hear like Christopher Lloyd is like, if he'll flip, flip it through the channels and he'll see that one of them's on, he will watch it. Yeah, and that's awesome.
1: <laughs> He's so good in this movie too. He really is. He's good at just about everything, though, so... He's Professor Plum. He's, he's, uh, Uncle Fester. (laughs) Yeah. God, we need to watch those movies. Clue, Adam's Family. We need to get those on the list. But, yeah, Doc unveils the coolest thing he has ever done. And according according to him, the first thing he ever invented that actually worked... (laughs) He built a time machine out of a DeLorean, and has a flux capacitor powered by plutonium that he stole from Libyan... No,
0: term. no, no, this sucker's electrical. Oh
1: yeah, no, it's electrical.
0: But I need <laughs> plutonium to create an electrical charge. One point twenty-one gigawatts, which has since been
1: re-pronounced as gigawatts. gigawatts. But it was pronounced gigawatts back in the day. Back in '85. <laughs> he, so he shows Marty this awesome test by putting Einstein in the passengers or the driver's seat, and then he uses the remote control to steer the car, even though it's a manual transmission. Thus, it's impossible. But we read up on our facts <laughs> before we did this. <laughs> But when the it was weird
0: because he was moving, he was moving it forward with the right
1: stick. Yeah, God, weird. that's not how it works. Like you're just looking at like your Nintendo controller. You're like, this isn't how this works. <laughs> the right stick is to steer.
0: Left stick is to. Is to well, actually, it's the r- right trigger is t- is for gas. <laughs> for Don't you know right trigger is go and left trigger is stop.
1: Anyway. <laughs> But, uh, he sends Einstein one minute into the future, and proves it with the synchronizing clocks, Einstein's wearing one, he's wearing one, and when Einstein comes back, the clock is now a minute behind, proving that he has sent Einstein into the future by exactly one minute. And then, he's, he, of course, he's popping in all these example dates, and he's like, we can go see the Declaration of Independence being signed, it puts it for July 4th, 1776, which isn't when it was signed, or the birth of Christ at the year December 25th, 000, when Jesus was actually born in the summer, and not, <laughs> like, it goes from 1 BC to 1 AD, there's no year zero, <laughs> but anyway. Little stuff. I love this movie, by the way. I'm just pointing out facts along the way. I don't want anybody to be like, oh my God, he hates this movie. No, 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 no. I just read some interesting stuff. Calm yourselves Sam. However, uh, Doc reaches a snag with his uh, his plan there to travel through time. I guess because he got the plutonium,
0: plutonium from a Libyan terrorist organization because they wanted him to make them a bomb, and he just gave them a blank bomb with just pinball parts in it. yep. And, and, oh my god, they found me. I don't know how,
1: but they found me. Yeah. The whole time Marty's videotaping this. (laughs) And uh, Doc is gunned down unceremoniously, and then the uh, Libyan terrorist wearing a Saudi Arabian headgear, by the way, uh, chased down Marty and the DeLorean. He's like, let's see if you bastards can do 90. Well... He also accidentally activates the flux capacitor in the process. And while he's attempting to do 90, he transports himself back in time to the sample date of November 5th, 1955, which of course um, this is the day he
0: what he was putting something in the bathroom, but he fell, hit his head in the sink and then
1: had the idea for the flux capacitor, <laughs> right? It's also the date around the time when uh, his parents meet, which. He's yes, dead. everything happened this
0: week. Don't you know that it's like the of point of the first two movies that uh, uh, like the biggest point in the space time continuum was this freaking November day in <laughs> 19- no, remember remember the fifth of November <laughs> back in nineteen fifty five most important day the most important day in all human history exactly. or week actually exactly. this I guess all three movies take place in the span of about two weeks. <laughs> As yeah. far as as far as uh, Marty McFly is concerned, all <laughs> so yeah, as far as Marty's weeks. concerned,
1: yeah. So Marty gets transported to 1955, and of course he crashes into a barn wearing a radiation suit, so he scares the crap out of the farmers. <laughs> and they start firing at him with a shotgun because the Old kid's got the Peabody. comic book. Old Man Peabody. Well, he now discovers what's he's a mutant. He's turned himself into a human. <laughs> my favorite part is that they made sure that Marty was dressed in like the most 80s clothes possible for when he went back in 1955 so he could look as awkward as possible walking through the city this is heavy so heavy such heavy while he's in 1955 Hill Valley he encounters his father being bullied by young Biff and yeah this is where you mentioned the uh (laughs) how he's doing his homework for him and just getting bullied around. Yep,
0: things don't change in 30 years.
1: Yep. So he uh, ends up saving George from a car accident. And if you remember, this is how his parents fell in love because George got hit by Lorraine's father driving home. They took him in, and she fell in love with him with those sad puppy dog eyes, only this time because he saved George... Marty gets hit by the car, and now his mother is in love with him. Wah-wah. Oh, no. Oh, no. And I like how they, uh, they sit down to watch TV. It's like, oh, this is a classic episode. What are you talking about? This is brand new. Oh,
0: that's freaking. what's-his-face, uh... Uh... Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: I just uh, blanked on that, too. Um... Um, yeah, he like works for TNA and shit and stuff. (laughs) Um, and he was the brother on Wondery. (laughs) That guy.
1: Yep. Yep, yep. Anyway, um, which was a new episode. So Marty needs to track down Doc because that's the only guy who can help him. So he finds Emmett Brown in the phone book, makes his way over there, and of course. He's in this really nice mansion, not this rundown little garage, because the headline of the mansion burning down hasn't happened yet. Because we're in 1955.
0: Yeah, because he spent all his money putting together the DeLorean time machine. Uh,
1: of course, Doc answers the door. <laughs> he does, barely looks any different than he does. He's like,
0: "Don't say anything." <laughs> I'll say anything. I don't want to know anything about you, but Doc. He's created a a, a a mind reading device.
1: <laughs> Which, of course, gets everything wrong, and then Marty goes into the full explanation of who it's he like, is and why he's here. And you then know he what that angry. means? <laughs> it means the damn thing doesn't work! <laughs> One of the funnier lines in the movie. But he ends up believing Marty when Marty reveals to him how he knew about Doc's design for the flux capacitor, how he knew how he hit his head, slipped on the toilet, and all this. Shows him the videotape that he's got with his camera. And now, of course, Doc is like, "Well, maybe plutonium is available in every corner store in your time, By 1955, <laughs> you can't get it." So, but the only way to generate the 1.21 gigawatts, gigawatts. of electricity was <laughs> a direct the- hit by <laughs> lightning. What the hell is a gigawatt? <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh shit! That means the only way to do that now is to get hit by lightning." But, but but we the- know that the clock tower is going to get struck by lightning on this Saturday night with this huge thunderstorm. Yeah, he's got a flyer from the future. <laughs> so now he's just like, well, don't don't interact with anybody. Uh, too late, bro. Uh, problem with that. Shame so mom has the hearts for me. <laughs> That's so funny. Good. It's it's funny how creepy it gets too.
0: So So now it's Doc has to come up with a way to uh, harness an electrical charge from my lightning bolt into the car
1: at the right time while it's 188 miles per hour. Meanwhile, Marty has to get his parents together because they're starting to disappear in that photograph. His brother's head disappears.
0: So, yes, he has to get his parents to fuck.
1: (laughs) Well, when you put it like that. So he's trying to set up George with Lorraine and convince convince to ask her out. And, of course, he's being a loser, and he won't do it. But all it does is just piss off Biff and He finds out
0: that he likes to write fan fiction.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But uh, this leads to one of my favorite scenes and my favorite running joke in all the Back to the Future movies when Biff and his gang chase him in the car while he's on the skateboard. And... uh, they crash into a manure truck. Shit! <laughs> <laughs> Which is by far my favorite running gag in all the Back to the Future movies. I love because it happens in the second
0: movie, but it happens like the next day after the first time it happened. <laughs>
1: yep. <laughs> it's like, oh my god. Uh, I hate manure. So. The other thing is that Marty's trying to tell Doc all about his future, how he's uh, gonna get shot by the terrorists and Doc won't hear it. And he actually tears up the letter that Marty ends up writing him, because he just, he can't hear it. I don't wanna hear it. It's gonna alter the future, but we're gonna talk about that a little bit later. So, of course, Lorraine asks Marty to the uh, Enchantment Under the Sea dance. No, she asks him to ask her. (laughs) Oh yeah, to ask her, that's right. (laughs) And this Um, is the one and only time that
0: Christopher Lloyd and Leah Thompson have have interacted in anything. And they've <laughs> anything been in like ever. <laughs> and they've yeah. been in several other movies and TV movies together yes. together, but they've never ever, It's the only time they were ever on screen at the same time. Yes. And they don't even say anything. He just is like, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Yep>.
1: <laughs> <sighs> so so yeah, they're at the dance. The dance is
0: the same night as the lightning sh- strike, so he has to do whatever he has to do at the dance, and
1: get to and get to the center of town right. all that night. Right. He's trying to set them up, but it's not working. But fortunately for him, uh, he's worked out a plan. <laughs> Biff is drunk as shit, and he uh, basically just attacks. Kind of like attacks Marty and starts basically going after Lorraine, and who comes to the rescue but George with this new bout of confidence, which is revealed in the second movie because Biff himself spiked the punch bowl. So but, George, but this was
0: a plan that Marty had with 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 George that he was going to he was going to fake it. he was going to fake take advantage of her, and then he was going to show up, punch him once, and then walk away.
1: Yeah, or whatever. But instead, Biff legit takes advantage of her. Oh, and I forgot to mention this, but the whole time she thinks his name is Calvin Klein because it's on his underwear. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I'm going with Calvin to the dance. Although she figures out it's Marty eventually. But then uh, after that punch out, Lorraine becomes smitten with George. And now Marty has to come up with a plan to get them to actually kiss because they're still fading in the photograph. And that's when they fell in love, when they kissed at the dance. Well, unfortunately, during these antics, Marty gets locked in the trunk of the band's car by Biff and his gang. And in the process of getting them out, the guy cuts his hand, and now he can't play the guitar. So
0: Marvin can't
1: play the Marvin guitar. Yeah, Marvin can't play. So, fortunately, Marty knows how to play guitar. And they're playing Earth Angel. And he's kind of like, come on. George Kisser and he's falling on this stage. And then some now douche walks in and real. be like, I'm taking this dance. I'm going to take this dance. But George is like, fuck you! And they kiss, and as soon as that happens, all the kids regenerate. <laughs> they get the one-up mushroom, they all come back. And then they're just like, man, they love it, we need something more. So Martin's like, alright, I got something for you. And he starts playing Johnny Be Good which apparently the band knows how to play just by following him.
0: <laughs> well, he gives them instructions.
1: <laughs> yeah. Go, Johnny, go, go. But then he goes he goes all ape shit at the end doing the rock and roll stuff and like kicks over the amplifier and plays his guitar. He, like
0: he does like four different rock guitarists' stuff. Yeah, he does, like an, ag- he does like
1: an axle move. He does an ACDC move. And then everybody's just staring at him. He's like, "Guess I guess uh, you guys aren't ready for that yet, but your kids are going to love it. <laughs> Meanwhile,
0: Marvin runs to the yeah, runs calls to the phone cousin, to call, call his cousin, cousin Chuck. Chuck. This is Chuck. your cousin Marvin. Marvin Barry? <laughs> you know that new sound you were looking for?
1: That's why I love this Family Guy episode, when they do the entire spoof of Back to the Future, where Peter goes back in time, naturally to the 80s, because what else would it be? Hey Rick, it's your cousin Marvin. Marvin Astley? You know that mediocre, generic sound you've been looking for. But well, listen to this. Never gonna give you up. But yes.
0: Um, but now that yeah, he like re- he like rewrites black history as white history during this movie, because he's the one that gives the idea to the mayor to become mayor. It really does. Which was like in the year that the civil rights movement started in earnest.
1: (laughs) It's all really,
0: really weird.
1: I could be Maya. I like that.
0: There's an entire cracked video about about how it's all kind of fucked up.
1: What happens in Back to the Future? (laughs) Uh, But now comes the moment of truth because now Marty has to get back to the future. Oh, that's why it's called that. Of course. Well, the storm is rolling. The wind is picking up. Uh, like we said before, Doc tore up the letter that Marty wrote for him. And now the, um, the wire got disconnected by a falling branch. So now Doc's up on the roof while Marty is getting the DeLorean up to 88 miles per hour. And of course, you know, you got those tense moments where is he gonna reconnect it? How's this gonna happen? But you know what? Everything works out. Marty returns to 1985 and uh, the lovely theater is now porno theater which I thought was hilarious and of course the first thing well, the, does, th- there's, like, there's like two theaters on
0: that street one, is, one becomes like a church of Christ yeah, and yeah. the other one becomes a porno theater
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> like, Marty arrives <laughs> Well, Marty says to DeLorean to arrive 10 minutes before he left so he can warn Doc about what's going to happen to him
0: but, of course, the delivery don't work.
1: Yeah, so course. he has to run to the mall, and he yep. shows up too late. He shows up too late. Oh, and the, the best part is that the, the mall is now the Lone Pine Mall instead of the Twin Pine Mall, because when Marty went back and was driving through the field, he ran over one of the Twin Pines. Oh, yeah. So he changed the name of the mall in the future. Oh,
0: little things like that, that but, if you uh, paid really close attention, you would see that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, but... uh Doc survives the the gun down because he was wearing a bulletproof vest. Because, because he, he taped the letter did. back together. Yeah, he taped the letter back together. Well, the next morning, Marty wakes up and finds out that everything has changed for the better. His brother is now... S- super successful and a his sister's man his sister's fighting off all the boys his sister who's still like frumpy yeah. and stuff has like two boyfriends yep george and lorraine are both physically fit they're confident george is a successful author and now biff is basically their bitch <laughs> biff,
0: biff runs like an auto detail service so he's yeah. like always there so i'm gonna go put on the extra coat
1: mr mcfly
0: it's a two coach this time, Biff. Yep. I'm just finishing the second coat now.
1: No, I wasn't born yesterday, Biff. I mean, I'm starving the second <laughs> coat now, Mr. McFly. Well, the best part is that uh, Marty gets the truck that he always wanted so he can take Jennifer up to the lake like he was planning. But before he can do that, the DeLorean arrives, or Doc comes out dressed super wacky. Marty, you gotta come back to the fisher with me. Well, but I'm going out with Jennifer. Well, I was concerned, are so too. It's about your kids. Something's got to be done about your kids. We you turn to assholes? <laughs> yeah, do we become assholes?
0: <laughs> no, you guys are fine. But it's your
1: kid's body. And then, of course, the awesome line at the end. Doc, we don't have enough space to get up to 88 miles per hour. There's <laughs> not enough, enough road. road. Yeah. <laughs> roads? Oh, well, we're going. We don't need Roads. gonna go back in time yes back to time Uh, so that was the first back to the future movie which is awesome it is by far my favorite of the three I think it stands out on its own as just being a classic film the open-ended ending was written before they even had the sequel in mind and had they known they were going to do a second one, they wouldn't have included Jennifer in the car, which is why she almost gets knocked out immediately at the beginning of the second movie, because she's not integral to that plot. She also, gets the, like also the up, actress
0: changes. Yeah, she but, becomes Elizabeth
1: Shue. <laughs> yeah, the act. She evolves. <laughs> she regenerates into Elizabeth Shue. Yes, the regeneration. But uh, the uh, the second and third movie. Um, I don't like as much as the first one. I still love them, don't get me wrong. I just don't like them as much as the first. And what's funny about them is even though they're very drastically different from each other, I like them for the same reasons, and I don't like them for like the exact same reasons when you compare it to the first one. But uh, we're going to talk about those next. Like I said, I still love them. I love all the movies. I just think the first one the first one would pop up in like a top ten movie list. For me, the other two just wouldn't. That's all that all right. means. So, part two ends with the ending
0: of the first movie, except for Elizabeth's shoes there.
1: Pretty much, yeah. It's just like, well, we're gone, we don't need Rose. And it's pretty cool that they shot the whole thing like perfectly in succession, except they made Doc's lines a little bit more impactful.
0: You mean like in uh, in Pulp Fiction, where, where Honey Bunny... Says so a different line both times?
1: Yes. <laughs> so, uh, unfortunately, Biff has witnessed to this, what's about to happen. Uh, so, yes,
0: so they go into the future, the future year of 2015. October 21st,
1: 2015!
0: The We're Cubbies parts. have just won the World Series against Miami.
1: That's womp womp, they're both in the National League and Jaws 19 is playing at the cinema. This time, it's really, really personal. Just funny because Spielberg is like an executive producer. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Did you ever see the picture online where it's like, oh, look, they pre- Back to the Future predicted it, and it's the shot of the theater, only instead it says Star Wars Episode Seven directed by Disney, and there are people that are buying into it, and it's just like, no, you idiots, it's Jaws.
0: There's a whole freaking VR thing. <laughs> <laughs> then he, after he gets fake bit, he's like, freaking shark still doesn't look right. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> still looks fake.
0: <laughs> still a fake freaking shark. So, uh, so what are one these things that he sees in the in the future year of twenty fifteen? Let's
1: see. Um, they hook up his old arcade cabinet. For uh, wild gunman, which is not an arcade game, it's which actually, by the way,
0: Elijah Wood is one games. of those little kids.
1: <laughs> yes, he is. And they're just like, you got to play with your hands? That's just stupid. That's for babies. Um, <laughs> the The options of Pepsi are Pepsi Original, Diet Pepsi, Pepsi Max, which ha- actually hadn't been invented yet, but is a real thing, and then <laughs> Pepsi <does>. Perfect. <laughs> And, of course, it's like the nostalgic Cafe 80s where an electronic Ronald Reagan greets you. Yeah, everything (laughs) smacks headroom. (laughs) And the pops up. (laughs) And they start arguing, and he's like, just (laughs) give me
0: a Pepsi, bro.
1: (laughs) But he's got to, uh, the the night that they arrive is what screws up his his, uh, family for life, because his son, Marty McFly Jr., who looks just like him except that, eyes are a different color with that weird like (laughs) that weird baseball cap that changes colors which is awesome and I want one Um, he's got to intercept him and dress up as his son and when he said when Griff arrives and says are you in or out you are out
0: which like I want to talk about that uh, Tom uh, Tom Wilson ends up playing five different characters in these movies three of them are Biff at the age of 17 47 and 77 (laughs) yes and then he plays Griff, Biff's grandson. And then in the third movie, he plays Mad Dog.
1: <laughs> yep, his great ancestor. Well, oh, yeah, Michael yeah, J. Fox plays a lot of characters, too.
0: Well, yeah, half of them are because Crispin Glover didn't, <laughs> wanted more money. <laughs>
1: yeah, and that's just it. Uh, Crispin Glover does not appear in this movie or the next one. And he actually well, he, he
0: does one. in the scenes that are completely taken from the first movie. Yeah. Because Crispin Glover was he wasn't happy because he, he thought that they were just like materialism means that you're happy because that's at the end of the movie that how they're rich and happy and that makes them happy or whatever so yeah. he's like oh, I wasn't a big fan of that one and then when I saw the second movie was coming together and everyone else was making more money than me
1: I was like fuck that shit <laughs> I also like how in the future you can program your windows to play whatever you want <laughs> yeah. damn windows on the fritz again you can watch uh, six channels at the same time, which you almost can do that now with all streaming devices. Yeah, M- like how he's M- watching 15. like a rock
0: station and like a sports station, <laughs> like a
1: porn station, and, then and the then, weather channel, and then the weather channel. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best part. <laughs> also, we wear two ties in the year 2015. I wear a tie for work every day, and I only wear one, but you know, whatever. Doc had that clear tie. <laughs> yeah The <laughs> clear tie, which is the best one. So uh he successfully he successfully interrupts what's happening here, and uh they do another they do a hoverboard chase scene.
0: And those don't work on water unless you have got power <laughs>
1: <laughs> And they uh they crash into the was it like a museum? It was a museum. Yeah. yeah. And they get arrested. So Marty notices the headline changes; it's it's Griff being arrested instead of Martin McFly. Junior. So he changes that. But uh, there's still other there's still other issues. Oh, you know what I didn't talk about in the first movie? I love when he sees the photograph. When Doc looks at the photograph, and his brother and sister have changed it already, and Doc's reaction to it. It's like, what is it, Doc? Nothing, nothing. <laughs>
0: He's like, "You're, you're." He's like, "You shopped this." <laughs> when he shows up the time, he's like, "Oh, this is a crude photography editing." It's
1: your brother's hair is cut off. <laughs> when he was already disappearing. <laughs> like, oh shit. Oh, well, that's not good. But yeah. Um, <laughs> so, the other problem with everything is that while they're uh, having these loud discussions about the time machine and how to. How to fix everything Biff's been
0: sneaking around, bro Old man Biff Old
1: Biff 77-year-old Biff. Biff Yep And, uh, of course, Marty Wants to make some money in the past So he buys a sports almanac That tells you every Apparently tells you
0: everything That happened in sports from 1950 to 2000 Literally
1: everything in sports In, the, in that little book Including horse races As well as, like, college football like Random college football games Yeah results. So uh, which is funny because they actually um all the all the results of those games are legitimate.
0: Oh yeah, in the all the ones from the 50s and stuff. Yeah.
1: Well, obviously not the Cubs winning the well, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, well, they won't they're be they're Miami. like the third
0: they're the third top favorite, but yeah, they're not playing Miami in the World Series.
1: <laughs> unless unless the Florida Marlins change to the Miami Marlins like Well, they the are Marlins.
0: the Miami Marlins, <laughs> but they're not called that. Yeah, they are. It got changed like four or five years ago, bro. The problem is, is they're in the NL as well as the Cubs so they can't play right, so in the, the World so Series it's, anyway. It's,
1: it's logistically impossible. Unless something weird happens in the next
0: two weeks.
1: <laughs> yep. But, uh, they move one of them. <laughs> they have to try to save Jennifer because she's discovered by the police so they take her home and of course she wakes up she's in her future home so they gotta sneak in and get her and that's a big issue and She's basically freaked out by everything she's seeing.
0: Yeah, uh, she sees like her, their kids. She sees uh, Marty's parents as old people. She yeah. sees.
1: She also discovers his future. How he gave up everything because he hit a Rolls Royce and broke his hands. So he gave up his music, and now he's a failure at business. And Flea makes it... A... <laughs> this is the third movie had Flea in it so far on the yeah. show. Yeah, really. <laughs> Flea's in a lot of movies that we watch. Third,
0: third and fourth movie, <laughs> so far. Yep. We've, uh, yeah, yeah. We've watched like what twelve movies so far this year on the show, and four of them have had flea in it.
1: <laughs> no, really. But uh, flea cameos aside, uh, Jennifer witnesses Marty getting fired with a "You're fired" <laughs> fax <Facts> beat. <being sent laughs> he through. gets faxed like. Four different fax machines. machines, all coming in with "you're fired" in big
0: letters. Oh, fax machines! Those were the future, and yeah. then they disappeared like fifteen years ago.
1: But uh, and while this is happening, we notice that Biff steals the time machine and parks it in the same spot, and then starts collapsing because he's fading out from those changes. Leaves part of his cane behind in the DeLorean. Jennifer sees her future self and passes out. They uh, they go back to 1985. They drop her on the porch, although.
0: And this is the remember. darkest timeline.
1: Yeah. I don't remember bars being on this window. And then when Marty tries to sneak back into his room, he ends up in the bedroom of a little black girl who starts screaming. And his father comes out with a baseball bat and, of course, trashes her room trying to get him out. And that's when Marty realizes that, uh. It was funny because she had, like, the same posters on her walls as he did. <laughs> yeah. And Marty that cool. realizes that, uh. Biff is basically in charge of everything. He's got this giant casino hotel.
0: Which is where the clock tower uh, slash city hall used to be. Yep.
1: Uh, now there's this, like, biker gangs roaming the street. Everything is just this horrible dystopia. And he
0: finds out that the school burnt down.
1: <laughs> yep. Um, the principal is uh, people try to gun him down on, like, a daily basis, and he fires back and he discovers a lot of very he still equipment.
0: calls them slackers even though they're clearly very motivated to kill him
1: <laughs> yes really <laughs> um his father was shot and killed in 1973 and biff ended up marrying his mother and his and what what happens with his uh, she got new cans <laughs> yeah that's right what's what's the fate of his brother and sister
0: they uh, they're late? like they're like they're alive but like one of them is like a druggie oh yeah once
1: oh yeah she has tons of credit card debt oh yeah, and yeah. the other one's in jail right yeah of, her them, uncle which is what still, he says like and
0: then pretty soon all your kids will be in jail just like your brother
1: right which he uh which he met, met in the first movie yeah, <laughs> as like, a baby he, who he really likes being in that playpen <laughs> he never leaves the playpen he never leaves the behind
0: those bars <laughs> Because anytime they pull him out He throws a fit So they just leave him in there
1: <laughs> yeah, That makes sense <laughs> But uh So And uh, also Doc has been committed to an insane asylum Yes In this alternate reality yep. So what we discover is that uh Old Biff Went back to that fateful date In 1955 Because else, where else would we have gone To <laughs> give his past self the sports almanac And convinces him that It's legitimate, and he can make money off of it. But he also warns him that if a kid ever... If a kid or a crazy old man show up... Yeah, claims to be a scientist, show up. You gotta take him out. And uh, when Marty confronts Biff about the sports almanac, he gets the whole history, and then he pulls the gun on him. But, of course, Marty escapes by jumping off the building onto the waiting DeLorean. Which the the door opens up and takes out Biff. (laughs) Yep. And then they go... Back in time. Back in time. Right, because also Biff killed his father, so he's the super bad guy, you guys. Yeah, and see,
0: this the cool thing is, like, in the first movie, he's Biff is you know he's there and he's a problem, but he's not the plot of the movie. He's a a bully. In the second movie, he he is the plot of the movie. He is. Yeah,
1: he's like a super villain now. He is the antagonist. The plot revolves around him. In fact, what's the plot of the Back to the Future ride at Universal that no longer exists, but uh, you're chasing down Biff Dan, and who stole the DeLorean?
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the Back to the Future ride thing.
1: That was awesome. Except that it's El- the Simpsons ride now. Same same ride mechanics and everything, just different theming. But the uh, the car was really cool, because you actually were in like another DeLorean. And it was a 360 screen, so you could like look behind the car and see, like you'd fly through the clock tower at one point, and then when you would look behind you, you'd see the pieces of the clock simmering out of control.
0: That's cool.
1: It might not be gone forever though. There's strong, strong rumors that they're gonna reenact they that have And the, it back. the King Kong ride and other rides that they've closed out. They need to just get rid of that crappy roller coaster that they built. But that's a whole different rant. We're going to talk about Back to the Future. So yeah, so. Here's where Marty goes back to try to get the sports almanac from Biff, who's keeping it on him at all times. And of course, this is a problem because now he's at the dance. And now there's two Martys at the dance. Now he can't interfere in any, in any of those actions. So we kind of get the first movie being replayed as all this is happening. It's crazy. Yep. Where the gang is chasing the, uh, the new Marty, while the old Marty is going through the and by old Marty we're talking about the Marty from the day before <laughs> Marty from the one day before right <laughs> and how this Marty actually like stops the gang from beating him up on the stage
0: by dropping the sandbags on him
1: of course classic gag totally but, uh, classic he chases down Biff with the uh, with the almanac and then. There's a confrontation in, that ensues. I also love that he's hit, laying in the back of the car and Biff just like randomly throwing stuff back there, just here updating him.
0: Hits him in the crotch with like the paint buckets or <laughs> yeah. <in. laughs>
1: or when he's in, when he's trying to get the almanac from the principal's office and he backs up into his chair and crushes his hand on the desk.
0: <laughs> and but the yeah. principal throws it away, and he grabs it, and it Biff has true. swapped the cover with the porn.
1: Mag Yep, so now he's got to get the real one He's
0: still got the book
1: But he, uh Biff tries to run him down in the tunnel And, uh, what happens at the end of the tunnel? Oh,
0: another truck of manure
1: Shit!
0: (laughs) 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 Which Uh, is, like, two days after he Like I (laughs) said
1: Yeah, (laughs) he he just I hate manure (laughs) So, uh, Marty does burn out that Almanac because, you know even though he doesn't want to. Just like, all right, fine. That'll undo everything. And now it says that uh, that uh, Doc has been commended. Marty's father's alive and everything is fixed. Everything's back to normal and it's time to go back to the future. But as Doc is preparing to go back, the DeLorean gets hit by lightning. and Because the, the storm is starting, the, the, yep. the fateful storm. The fa- that fateful storm. But that's okay because Western Union arrives and Marty gets a 70-year-old letter from Doc saying that he has been living happily in the year 1885. So Marty goes to find 1955 Doc. Who had who just, just seen <laughs> back him Back in the future. <laughs> and then he's just like, oh, this isn't right. I just sent you back. You, know, you did, Doc, but I'm back from the future. Oh, great, Scott. <laughs> Passes that. Doc. Doc. But I also love the joke that uh, you can control the weather in 2015 and you only wish the post office was that reliable with the insinuation that the post office still blows. Guess what? Well, one of those things is true and the other one isn't. But that's... uh, Most accurate uh, prediction of the year 2015. The post office still
0: ain't that great.
1: Yep. But that's uh, Back to the Future Part 2 And of course Back to the Future Part 3 It's previewed at the end of it Because they were filmed at the same time And released six months apart Yep And uh, Back to the Future 3 Is is a western It is indeed a western And of course it starts off with that scene Where he passes out He's got the letter and everything and now he uh, needs to be sent back to the Old West so he can save Doc, because he discovers that... Even though because Doc originally him, the
0: plan was that I've done what I can back in 1885. Yeah, uh, giving you stuff, with it, too. And yeah. so you and the version of me that's there should be able to finish the job and send you back home. But right. then while they're collecting the DeLorean, which is in a old mine right next to an old... old graveyard, they find Doc's headstone, and they see that he died like five days after that letter was sent. Yep. Shot in the back over
1: (laughs) over $80. Yep, (laughs) by Buford Mad Dog Tannen. So the, uh... He's
0: like, I'm gonna go back and save you! And Doc's just like, yeah, go ahead.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pretty much.
0: Doesn't even put up a fight. Yeah. Like oh no the future the future past me said don't so
1: don't no he's just like yep go ahead do it yeah whatever (laughs) I don't don't even care anymore so he goes back to 1885 with the with a cavalry pursuit of Indians which is funny because he's he's doing it in a drive-through theater so he's got enough room and he'll reappear in a field. And he's just like oh, Once you go back Those cowboys and Indians Are going to disappear And of course As soon as he goes back He encounters Indians. Real, real <laughs> Indians And he hides in a cave Where a black bear is yeah. he's leaking fuel So that's a problem Because there won't be Any gas stations For a couple of years
0: so The first person He runs into is Seamus Seamus McFly Maggie
1: McFly
0: Which again Seamus was supposed to be Played by uh, by Crispin Glover, but, but you know, he's not. all that stuff happens. So, of course, Michael J. Fox plays his own great,
1: great, great grandfather. <laughs> yeah, it's a Irish born. Oh, and he meets uh, meets his great grandfather William, who was the first McFly born in America. Just a wee little to- baby. Yep. So uh, he uh, goes and finds Doc. It was almost hanged by Mad Dog's gang in town because you know he's a little—he's Marty McFly. is a little smartass and <laughs> mouths off to them when he figures out who they are. And they—they uh, they chase chase him down on their horses. They rope him. They hog tie him. They set him up to hang, and then Doc comes to save him. Which With of course a sniper <laughs> rifle. Yeah, which of course is us kicked take the hair off a flea at five hundred yards. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, this is this is actually good setup for the fact that. Uh, this is actually the event that causes the revenge that would have killed Doc. But uh, he's like, Marty, I told you not to come back and save me, but it's damn good to see you. So, (laughs) they devise this big scheme how they're going to basically steal, (laughs) hijack a train, so they can push the DeLorean up to speed over a rail spur. And uh, basically what this is going to do is send him back in time the right way. The locomotive is probably going to crash, but you know,
0: nobody whatever. will be on it.
1: Nobody will be on it. And uh, it's okay because that bridge still exists in 1985, so you'll be just fine. Yes.
0: But the whole time,
1: Marty's like, Doc, you know, in your obituary, it says that your beloved Clara Clayton was left behind. He's like, Marty, you think I got time for that? I ain't got time for that. Yeah, ain't nobody Plus, love at first that. sight is stupid, it doesn't you know? exist which is uh, exactly what happens when he rescues her.
0: You know, he was supposed to meet her at the freaking train station, but since he got all distracted with Marty showing up, Marty yeah. is the worst. I know. Marty <laughs>
1: ah, Marty fucks up everything. <laughs> but uh he's got that photograph of the tombstone, but Doc's name isn't on it anymore, which means that he thinks Buford's going to kill Marty. Well, and then it's
0: Eastwoodly. Like- <laughs>
1: Yes, and he's it's going by the name, name Clint Eastwood, which is hilarious. And Clint Eastwood was honored by this, like super honored by this. It's just like I thought it was funny. It's like okay. they—I
0: think they—they they asked him, and he's like, "Well, why not? Whatever." <laughs> and then he yeah. watched it. He's like, "Okay, that's fun."
1: <laughs> yeah, all right, that's good. <laughs> so, uh, as as predicted, um, Mad Dog is out to kill Marty. He's going to call him out, and he's trying to get a. Doc to help him. So now Doc has to end his relationship with Clara so he can go back to the future even though he's alive. And tells her exactly who he is, but she doesn't believe him because of Jules Verne. Because they is, both love Jules Verne. Yeah. So, of course, mm-hmm. he's like, he's all distraught and he's telling everybody he's a time traveler at the saloon. But then he uh, <laughs> he takes a shot of whiskey and passes out immediately. He's like, ah, there's a man who can't hold his asko- alcohol. Well, damn. Now I gotta wake him up. So of course they make him wake up juice. Wake the wake like, up juice. Which is like peppers and Tabasco sauce. Yeah, it's the actual like
0: eighteen eighty five era Tabasco sauce bottle too. Yep. That's one of the things that they actually they actually got right.
1: Yep. And of course, uh Marty's got Marty shows how good he is with a pistol at the dance yes. where uh Mad Dog, which happens there, that that like electronic game is the exact same layout course, as the video yeah. game. <laughs> and that's where uh, this is where the showdown happens with Mad Dog being a dick, and of course the Doc <laughs> dances, which is awesome. The Doc can dance. He's like supposed to be playing the music on stage. And he's too distracted. Doc can dance. So uh, ZZ
0: Top is the band.
1: <laughs> right, so of course uh, Clara gets on a train, so she can leave because her heart's broken and realizes how in, in love as these strangers really that were at the her. bar
0: the night before.
1: Yep, recanting the story, and of course it just happens to be the same train that Marty and Doc uh, borrow. We're gonna we're gonna hijack it? No, we're gonna borrow it.
0: I mean, it's gonna be destroyed when we're done, but hey, all the cargo will be fine because it'll <laughs> yeah, still be back in a couple
1: yeah. of miles. So, of course, Clara has to get on the train to screw up everything as uh, Marty's in the DeLorean and then Doc is getting ready to climb in. But then Clara's on there and then she starts falling and she's going to die and Doc's got to save her. But, of course, now the train is actually getting pretty fast because he uh, rigged it.
0: What did he put in it again? I do Yeah, the, the special blocks that he made. Yeah, the remember. special
1: blocks. It's just like, well, after that needle gets to 2,000, we better hope everything's okay. Well, what happens then? <laughs> the, the whole thing blows up. Oh, well. But so Marty sends
0: back uh, the, the hoverboard. Uh, the hoverboard saves the day.
1: But only Marty
0: goes back to to 1985.
1: (laughs) That's like the funniest scene when the train tracks come down. There's just a DeLorean just cruising slowly across the track. Yeah, everyone in town is like, fuck you, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what the hell? But then the actual train shows up and destroys the time machine, which was Doc's wishes all along. That's what he kept saying. When you get back, you got to destroy the time machine. Destroy it. Because, you know. Just too much. Too much has happened. We can't deal with this anymore. Do it, Marty. Do it, Marty. Yep. Uh, he finds Jennifer, who's been sleeping on her front porch since the beginning of the last movie. Since so like a half yeah. hour into the second movie, <laughs> and then gets into a gets into a street race with needles, making another appearance. But. Guess what happens here? He puts he it in ch-
0: reverse instead, and spins around, and then mm-hmm. and realizes
1: he could have hit the Rolls Royce. Totally talked you- about in the previous movie. Oh my uh, god! And then the fax message with your fire disappears, and everything is super okay now. He just you he not get fired in thirty years. <laughs> it's just that he misses the dock. but that's okay because Doc made a freaking time machine out of a locomotive that comes back. It's a locomotive with a flux capacitor Comes back with Clara and their kids Jules and Vern And then he gives them the photo Of them by the Clockworks Festival When the clock in the clock tower was Built
0: Yeah And now and then, their
1: future is anything they could Want it to be and of course he. And This is what's explained in the trivia of the movie That the train was built out of all the components Of all the previous DeLoreans So it can now hover too Cause why not Well, and now he's back in time, and thus concludes Back to the Future. And we're at the uh, 55-minute mark, so we figured our normal 30-minute time frame would be cut to about, or uh, expanded to about an hour for this one, and pretty on the mark here. But uh, that's your basic outline of the Back to the Future movies. Um, As I said before, I love all three of these movies. I think they're classic, I think they're great, I think they're friggin' hilarious. Uh, This is one of the best trilogies because they're all good. Most trilogies have one that's so much better than the others and one that's so much worse than the others. Right. Well, it's like the original Indiana Jones trilogy. Like, Temple of Doom is still a good movie. Temple of Doom is a James Bond movie. (laughs) It really is. Uh, The original (laughs) Star Wars trilogy, like, you know... All the three of those movies are great But then you've got, you know, you've got like the Jurassic Park trilogy Where it's obvious that the first one is the best Or like, you know, like the Lord of the Rings trilogy They're all really good So again, like great trilogy um, As I said, first one is by far my favorite And two and three don't compare to the first one as well But they're still great movies I love that this is like a trilogy. I can just sit down and watch anytime I want and just absolutely love it. Uh, what about some trivia about these movies, Dan? Oh, I didn't... You didn't get any trivia?
0: Yeah, <laughs> I didn't well, we, we did that. a lot of talking. We, we peppered a lot of stuff in there. Yeah. Um, of course, there's always the classic. They filmed almost the entire first movie with Eric Stoltz at first.
1: Yep. And before then he, uh,
0: replacing him with, uh, with Alex P. Keaton
1: there. Yep. Michael J. Frog, Alex Keaton. Yep. A um, couple of cool facts uh, from the first movie. Ronald Reagan was a big fan of the fact that they uh, that they mentioned the line about how like how an actor could become president. And Who's the vice was, president? Jerry Lewis. Yeah. And they actually, um, when he did his 1986 State of the Union address, he actually said, as they said in the film Back to the Future, "Where we're going, we don't need roads." <laughs> Um Christopher Lloyd always wanted to do one more movie where they go back to ancient Rome. Yeah. I, 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 uh the movie was rejected quite a few times and they wanted to call it like Spaceman from Pluto and they're like, "No. God no. <laughs> I'm Darth Vader from the planet Vulcan." <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh John DeLorean actually wrote them a letter thanking him for using the car in the movie cuz it's the only
0: thing it's, it, that the car is known for cuz they went out a business. <laughs>
1: Yep. Um, whenever Thomas F. Wilson is approached by Back to the Future fans, he has a pre written set of frequently asked questions that he just hands to the fans. He also has a song
0: about uh, answering frequently asked questions.
1: Yes, which is awesome. Um, so, those are, of course, a couple of cool lines. Um, make like a tree and get out of here. And all the butthead stuff was all improvised by Thomas Wilson. Yeah. Um, after the film was released you could buy a body kit For your own DeLorean to make it look like A time machine Of course um, Of course we all know that the license plate Says out of time But there's a bumper sticker that Says one nuclear bomb can ruin your whole day That's on the back of the Van Yep on the back of the van um, We talked about The, the uh, Punch being spiked we talked about the crispin glover stuff for the second movie we mentioned elijah wood um the lunch that doc breaks in 1955 on the clock tower is still broken in 2015. Yep. so uh those are a couple of cool facts and then uh see if there's anything cool about the third movie we mentioned Clinice wood it's also uh christopher lloyd's first kissing scene ever in his movie career happens when doc kisses clara and um, the movies at the drive-in theater are *Revenge of the Creature* and *Tarantula*, which both contain young, unknown Clint Eastwood in them. <laughs> Eastwood. And uh, Thomas Wilson did all of his own stunts on the horses, including the lasso stunt, which is pretty cool. Uh, those are a couple of cool facts about the *Back to the Future* movies, and of course, the uh, the ever so popular uh, fact about all of time travel and everything if time travel exists the way that they say it does in the movie then there's no way Marty could have met his future self because he would have disappeared from that time period and thus wouldn't have existed but you know what it's a fun movie so that can all be forgiven because it's back to the friggin future awesome trilogy definitely one of the greatest trilogies of all time I give all three of these movies thumbs up and recommend them to everyone what about you Dan?
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Definite watch. Yes. Everyone should watch. I have a mental list of movies that everyone, everyone should most definitely watch that uh, like these are, to be a better human to be a better yeah, better to be, a better, to be a better american or whatever those kind of lists this is not on those lists but this is one of those movies where like you should probably see it because it's really good you should just watch it because it's just, good. just
1: watch them yeah just watch them it won't um, make
0: you a better person or a better
1: american but it right. will entertain you for <laughs> several hours uh the point of this podcast is that you're supposed to watch the movies before we review them but if you haven't seen the back to the future trilogy what the hell are you doing? Turn off the podcast and go watch them. They're awesome. Yeah. So uh, thank you to Antonio for the suggestion. Back to the future next week. Matthew McFarlane's suggestion of Donnie Darko is going to be the topic on hand. So your homework is to watch Donnie Darko. We will review it next week. Uh, We are now over an hour in length. Try to understand it. Yes, yeah, do your best (laughs) with that. Uh, We're over an hour in length now, so we'll wrap things up. Any final words from you, Dan? Uh, we yeah. gotta go back in time. Yeah, we gotta go back. <laughs> it's your kids. Like, something's gotta be done about your kids. Turn to assholes? <laughs> yeah, turn to assholes. Your daughter marries a black man. Well, I'm actually okay with that, Doc. Oh, really? You know, I don't think I'm comfortable hanging out with you anymore. <laughs> uh Back to the Future jokes on Family Guy are so awesome. But uh thank you guys for listening, and we are gonna catch you next week
0: next week. See ya.